0: This episode of Tech News Day is sponsored by Calm and by Feels. So this is a tech show, but before we get to any of the more techy stuff, Mm -hmm. we do need to provide some non-tech updates for you related to the fact that, folks, we've got a new president here in the U.S. of A. Joseph... Robinette Biden Jr. was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States on Wednesday morning in a ceremony that was refreshingly boring and unremarkable to the extent that the most noteworthy thing to come out of the event was the memification of Senator Bernie Sanders. Yeah, uh, Unlike the rest of the U.S. political elite who showed up dressed to impress and mingle Uh, Bernie looked, as many pointed out, as if he was just stopping by on his way to drop off some stuff at the post office.
1: Yeah, and uh, clearly social distancing, because he was in a little chair all by himself. Don't get too close to me. I'm old. I'm in the at-risk category. Please, please. Uh, One photo in particular showcased not only Bernie's signature Burton parka and uh, hand-knitted mittens, but also the posture and social distancing of a guy who clearly isn't into all the pomp and circumstance of this kind of thing and uh, also kind of dislikes most of the other people (laughs) in attendance. (laughs) For good reason. uh, And that photo quickly became a meme with Inauguration Bernie, Photoshopped into all sorts of fantastical and then mundane scenes from fiction and real life. Uh, Within hours, someone had already scripted a Google Maps app to put Inauguration Bernie at any address with Google Street View. And someone else made a Snapchat lens to put Bernie wherever you are using augmented reality. Bernie Sanders may not have gotten the nomination, but he still somehow managed to steal the show, even at Joe Biden's inauguration. Yeah. Uh, Some personal favorites, uh, Bernie at the merch booth. Yeah. Uh, uh, The the things that just eventually turned into Where's Waldo versions of Bernie, like Bernie there when uh, Michael Jordan was doing his classic dunk.
0: Uh, I like the the one from Ghost where he's... uh, Helping Demi Moore
1: and uh, the 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 woman who knitted those mittens seems like a very great person who uh they she was doing an interview with someone on NPR. Where they were like, yeah, oh, just, so are you gonna, are you gonna like lean into this and make mittens and because uh, you know people are really like looking for these mittens. She She's funds like, her local schools yeah. with the
0: mittens. And She's she, like a
1: second grade teacher. She's yeah. like, no, I'm too busy teaching
0: school. She just sent some mittens to him while he was campaigning, and then like didn't think anything of it. And then he's just been wearing those mittens for the last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he when he was asked about it today, he was just like, well, we have great wool up in Vermont. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> people great appreciate mittens in Vermont. <laughs> and uh, but before uh, all that stuff happened though. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump, at the 11th hour, he pushed through a last-minute list of 143 official presidential pardons and commutations. And the big names on the list were former Trump advisor and Breitbart chairman Steve Bannon and rappers Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. The rest of the list included a few people serving sentences for non-violent drug crimes, which, good, get them out of there. But Mm -hmm. also just a shit ton of swamp creatures convicted of financial crimes and political corruption. Uh, Notably not on the list was Joe Exotic, (sighs) whose legal team had a ridiculous stretch limo pickup truck gassed up and ready to pick him up at a moment's notice. God damn it. Uh, After not being pardoned, Joe Exotic's official Twitter
1: account tweeted out what definitely reads like an actual statement Joe himself provided to whoever runs that thing. Uh, Quote, I was too innocent and too gay to deserve a pardon from Trump. I only mattered to Don Jr. when he needed to make a comment about me to boost his social media post. Boy, were we all stupid to believe he actually stood for equal justice. His corrupt friends all come first. But uh, Joe Exotic isn't the only one pissed off about these pardons and the fact that Trump is definitely no longer president. Uh, The Trump (laughs) defenders in the QAnon and Stop the Steal movements had a
0: pretty rough Wednesday, to say the least. Yeah, for the people who stormed the U.S. Capitol earlier this month then got charged with crimes because of it, and then didn't get pardoned by the president. This felt like a betrayal, especially considering all the people who were pardoned, despite Trump promising to drain the swamp. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Reddit, 4chan, Facebook, other bastions of Trump fandom, a good amount of people seem to finally be asking, hold on, were we duped? Um, But things were, of course, much more dramatic in the world of QAnon, where the people who were convinced that the National Guard would arrest Joe Biden on stage at the inauguration and then install Trump as emperor for life, they had to finally grapple with the possibility that their fan fiction cult might not be based in reality. There was some serious coping going on on Inauguration Day. I loved seeing it. And also, I think it's great that the
1: rumor that he would be arrested on stage during the inauguration forced uh, millions of people who otherwise would have not watched the inauguration at all to sit through it.
0: Yeah, my favorite was all the dislikes the YouTube streams were getting. I was like, "Oh, you're really showing you're showing them." Yeah, you really showed it's them being streamed on like a hundred different uh, independent channels. But uh, if I dislike them enough, it won't be on my YouTube front page. That'll show them. Uh, anyways, aside from uh, a Celebration
1: of America broadcast on Wednesday evening that was also pretty boring, aside from the just outrageously over-the-top fireworks display at Too the Too many fireworks. It was that—of uh, all the things that were a shot at the brow of Trump, uh, that was—because he's he's so into fireworks. Yeah. That's, like, one of his things where he loves fireworks a lot, and he got, like— I forget what company it was, but it was basically the spirit Halloween of fireworks yeah. to, like, work with him to do some big celebration thing. And it's like, those are the people that sell their fireworks on the side of the road.
0: Uh, and No, this Biden won. This was, like, military-grade shit. And I, I was watching this live, and, like, at a certain point, I was like, wait, did this... Did we get another, like, San Diego, San Diego Harbor it, incident? where stop like Stop pushing the button. It's all happening. Like, are all the fireworks going off at once? But no, it just kept going for, like, five straight minutes. Apparently in D.C. and, yeah. like, for a 10-mile radius around it, it sounded like nuclear war. And I don't know if the excuse
1: is that COVID is a thing, but it really seems like for the Democratic Party, and I guess America as a whole in general, that the uh, general consciousness of relating to music stopped around three years ago because we had Katy Perry's fireworks. Uh, they had like a melody version of Despacito. Yeah. There was like everything was like a, a time capsule of uh, a, like three. Maybe it was because like like time stopped when Trump became president. Right. We're going
0: back. <laughs> the early 2000s are back or the the 2010s are back. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, playing solo on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial was sick though. Just Just in terms of imagery. Yeah. uh...
1: Everyone seemed very uncomfortable. Even Tom Hanks was cold. Yeah. I mean, it was like the coldest day apparently there. Everyone was it seemed miserable. But uh, anyways, Joe Biden's first day in office included a bunch of executive orders undoing some of Trump uh, undoing some of Trump's worst executive orders. Uh, the U.S. will once again be joining the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, our withdrawal from the World Health Organization has been canceled. Funding for the border wall has been halted. Uh, rollbacks on vehicle emissions standards have been reversed, and the Muslim travel ban has been canceled. Uh, to point out the Paris uh, Climate Accord thing, the, the funniest cell phone of the day had to go to ted cruz who
0: joe biden cares more about what the people of paris think than the people of pittsburgh implying that um they're called the paris climate accords because the people of paris demanded it yeah also it's just like they use pittsburgh because it's another P city but like pittsburgh and the surrounding area overwhelmingly voted for joe biden yeah which is like it just makes it and pittsburgh
1: i i'm Pretty sure that Pittsburgh was one of the cities that they announced that we, they were still going to uphold yeah. the, the rules of the Paris Climate Accord. Yeah. So, like, a complete, like, swing in a mess. And minute. that's
0: from when Trump, like, three years ago, was yeah. like, oh, we care more about the people of Pittsburgh than the people of Paris. And Pittsburgh like, hey, by the way, we have our own uh, climate laws. Like, we're going to be continuing yeah. to follow the protocols. Because Ted Cruz only knows three things.
1: Paris, Pittsburgh, and Pornaroonie.
0: Yeah. The three Ps. He's definitely running for president
1: again. Oh, my God, please. I would love nothing more than to see that man fail repeatedly. Yeah, he's
0: just not likable in any way. No,
1: even people who work with him hate
0: him. Yep. Um, Biden also canceled the Keystone XL oil pipeline. He imposed a mask mandate on all federal property, and he extended zero-interest student loan forbearances due to the coronavirus. Uh,
1: Bonus Um, mask one. He made it so uh, if you travel, interstate travel by train... Uh, plane, or bus. Uh, federally mandated uh, mask rules now. Good. So that, so that stewardess don't have to enforce it yeah, as like no. they're getting on the plane. Well,
0: bus. actually, it's not a law. Well, <laughs> well now it is, bitch.
1: S- sir, please go to jail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go to horny jail. <laughs> you can take your mask off when you're in the jail. Yeah. Actually, I don't think that's a thing now anymore. No, either. no. Uh, also, I mean, look, in general seems like this administration is taking a much more active role in coordinating the nation's COVID-19 response and vaccine distribution, or they at least sound like it. Um, The plan is to vaccinate 50 million Americans in the next 100 days, which is just 6.5% of the population. Not a lot. And that's technically the same plan as under Trump, but I don't know even if it's the same plan, I have a little more faith in the Biden administration actually taking active steps to make it happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> like say coordinating what you want about,
0: between states and whatnot. Say what you
1: want about, like, Biden and uh, whatever else, and, uh, oh, everyone's the same, and all the government sucks, or whatever. It's like, clearly, his administration is going to care more about COVID-19.
0: Yeah. But, like, it's they're starting from a baseline of, like, zero Nothing. fucks given. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, compared to Trump, so far this is all good shit, but he's also, it's, it's really, it's the bare minimum to expect from a president <laughs> yeah. who isn't completely in denial about the threats of climate change and disease facing this country. Um, and they're all executive orders, so it's like, he, all he has to do is just say, uh, undo that. That's yeah. the way executive orders work, is president, only presidents can enact them and rescind them. Um, but, you know, credit where it's due. Off to a decent start, yeah. But uh, keep like it- you said on Twitter, uh, you get a day or
1: two to be a lib <laughs> shill. Yeah, it's, it's like a celebration. It's a cleansing. So you get a day or two to to make all your corny posts about like, yeah. oh, uh, like it. Uh, things are so much better now. It's like, like it's it's an improvement. But yes. it's it's hard to not be an improvement
0: over what we just got out of. Yes, I, I do feel a little relieved. It was like the
1: same kind of cleansing that you get as we just went through. Uh, At the end of the year where it's like, oh, it's New Year's, new me. It's like nothing has really changed. Uh, He has done some things, but it just it has that uh, that that feel of change that is good. Look, I got the happy chemicals. That's all I care about.
0: Yeah, Uh, Uh, it is weird that uh, Pete Buttigieg is up for transportation. No, he is is now. Oh, he got confirmed
1: already? Yeah, and he was the one talking about the mask mandate. You know, in my small
0: town, we have a little thing called gumption. Like, does... Does South Bend, Indiana even have like public transit? <laughs> like, why is this guy over transportation secretary? It's everybody's, to me.
1: everybody's getting those bird scooters. Ugh. You know, when the pandemic hit, we had to put the bird scooter somewhere, and uh, they're going to be in your garage.
0: Anyway, moving on now to the tech news. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, it's more politics because we got some updates on Parler, Mm -hmm. the app where much of the Capitol riots was planned, which uh, following the riots was banned from both the App Store and Google Play Store and then lost its AWS hosting, rendering Parler essentially dead. Uh, they are currently suing Amazon over having the hosting cut off on the grounds that it is, was done purely for political reasons and that Parler was blindsided by this decision. But Amazon's already provided the courts with ample evidence showing how they repeatedly contacted Parler over the last year to tell them to enforce better moderation or they risk getting the boot. Yeah, a so,
1: judge up there was like, um, guys,
0: there's, they have documentation yeah. of this. Yeah, just just uh, boxes and boxes of like times that Amazon was like, hey, <laughs> Please? We are asking nicely at least 100 more times. Yeah. Normally our TOS is just to cover our ass, but you're really <laughs> making us work here. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, Parler still plans on returning from the dead, and now they've already found a new domain registrar. Epic with a K. That's a DNS provider whose other clients include Gab and the Daily Stormer and uh, previously 8chan. Mm. So basically a far-right cesspool, which is fitting. But as we talked about last week, actually migrating Parler to a new hosting service uh, uh, might be extremely difficult depending on how dependent it was
0: on AWS's various hosting tools. So Parler.com currently is just a message saying that they'll be back. Along with some recent posts, from Sean Hannity, Rand Paul, Dan Bongino, and others, which I have to assume were like personally sent over in an email and then manually inputted into the page to look like posts. Yeah, because they, they it looks like a feed, but it's just like six or seven posts, and it's like the curated. These people aren't using some yeah. secret parlor app. Um, As for the hosting, it would appear that Parler has secured the services of DDoS Guard, a cloud services company in Russia whose other clients include a ton of phishing websites and also the terrorist group Hamas. Oh, good company. (laughs) Great. great. Everything's going really
1: great for them. But whether uh, Parler is back up and running by the end of the month like its owners say or it takes much longer, we talked last week about how hackers managed to archive the entire website before it was shut down, thanks in large part to its bad coding making doing so very easy. That bad coding also included not stripping GPS data from photos and videos uploaded to Parler. So not only can we see that a bunch of Parler's users posted from police stations and military bases, which is not great, but there's also a website that lets you click on little map pins around a satellite photo of the Capitol building to see Parler videos from that day and exactly where they were taken.
0: Yeah, and another website based around the Parlor Archive comes from ProPublica, who created an interactive chronological timeline of more than 500 videos taken January 6th, helpfully categorized as uh, either taken inside the Capitol, near the Capitol, or around Washington, D.C. in general. Uh, both of these websites, but especially the ProPublica one, are a fascinating way to blow 30 to 60 minutes just reliving the Capitol siege nonsense as if you were actually there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also a great insight into the minds of these people who apparently did not think they would be facing any consequences whatsoever, and just happily documented their siege of the nation's capital. No masks. Sometimes just saying their own names. Yeah, they it's went home wild. and they're like, "Oh, what a weekend!" It was like they went to like stagecoach
1: or something. Yeah, they're like, "Man, Brooks and Dunn, woo! They really still have it." But uh, yeah, no, th- that they their bad coding essentially did th- for free what apps like Snapchat and other proprietary apps have been trying to do for years with the yeah, live yeah, like, yeah. concert uh, kind of thing where you can like go from any viewpoint to like, yeah. watch a live event.
0: Yeah, it's like you're there.
1: You just had to screw up instead
0: I, I, with I, a huge
1: security flaw.
0: I wonder if there's any uh, any rumors in the conservative diaspora now that parlor was an op the whole time i yeah no i think that's definitely a, 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 a thing that's that's the well was that, started by the fbi so we'd all get tricked into documenting our crimes on there yeah there's there's screen captures of
1: posts of people being like uh now that it's back up or it, it what, is going back up they're like there's no way i'm using it now <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> i yeah yeah fool me once yeah exactly don't get fooled again uh, anyways, in other tech news related to the Capitol riots, one of the now over 100 people arrested is Riley June Williams, a 22-year-old Pennsylvania woman who, according to the FBI, stole a laptop from Nancy Pelosi's office and planned to sell it to the SVR, Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service. Uh, she even allegedly wrote in a Discord message, I stole shit from Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> These people are insane. I love the information offer up. Just, yeah, they said it. So at approximately one p.m. when you wrote this, (laughs) what did you really mean by that? Uh, She didn't end up sending it to Russia, and that specific laptop supposedly (laughs) was only used for PowerPoint presentations and probably didn't contain anything too serious. But it's still a very serious crime. Uh, The implications were huge, Mm -hmm. and it
0: is a very dumb way to potentially ruin the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, like just because the laptop you stole didn't have anything valuable on it. You still uh, told people that you were going to sell it to basically the Russian CIA. That's uh, pretty serious. Imagine like
1: being like, like just they give you however much money for it or whatever, and then you're just a Russian asset and you're like... Oh, shit. Like, mm. imagine the like the implications hitting oh, you. Oh, I have to worry
0: about this for the rest of my life now.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Like, you've ruined, like, whatever amount they would give you for that, which is probably not much, honestly, because yeah. you're just some random person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to, <laughs> either you're going to get arrested and go to jail forever, or you live with that, like, weird... Guilt and, like, haunted by the fact that federal agents are probably breathing down your neck at all times?
0: Not a fun way to live, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably not worth it. Um, As for how these people are all getting identified and caught, aside from the fact that so many of them happily incriminate themselves via social media, uh, a lot of them have been outed by their neighbors, their family members, and their acquaintances. (laughs) Um, But it sounds like at least a few may have been identified via some good old-fashioned catfishing on online dating services. Uh, On Bumble which allows users to filter potential matches based on their political affiliation. Uh, A bunch of users supposedly changed their preference to conservative to match with rioters and then tricked them into confessing to crimes and providing photos. Hell yeah, you were at the Capitol? I love a strong conservative man. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not willing to uh, siege the U.S. Capitol for me, well, then you're not a man. Um, Yeah, it's unclear just how many people, if any, uh, did this and brought suspects to the FBI's attention this way. But people were talking about it enough that Bumble temporarily removed the politics filter for an entire week to prevent misuse. What? Before finally re-enabling it this week. Wow. Uh, Anyways,
1: we've got lots more news for you, including CES stuff. But first, this episode is sponsored by Calm. Now, sleep. We all love it. We love sleep, don't we? We love love sleep. Uh, And most of us probably want a little bit more of it. But rather than get a solid night's rest, we often find ourselves scrolling social media or reading the news when we should be powering down for the night. That's where Calm comes in. Calm is an app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life. And when you relieve anxiety and improve your sleep, you're going to feel better in every part
0: of your life. Calm has a whole library of programs designed for healthy sleep, like soundscapes, guided meditations, and over a hundred sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Stephen Fry, Kelly Rowlands, and Laura Dern. Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get better sleep. And if you go to calm.com slash tech, that's C-A-L-M.com slash tech, you'll get a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm Premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. Get the Calm app and experience a transformation in the way you sleep. So again, for our viewers, uh, Calm is offering a special limited
1: time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com. That's C-A-L-M.com slash tech. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content is added every week. So get started today at calm.com slash tech. That
0: is is C-A-L-M.com slash tech. And this episode is sponsored by Feels. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or trouble sleeping at least once a week? Real
1: one two punch with the, with exactly. the uh, sponsors, too. Wow, these
0: people, the, this channel's viewers. <laughs> Guys, they, calm down. They got some issues. Yeah, but we're going to, the sponsors are going to help you solve them. Uh, yeah, do you have do you have all these problems anxiety, chronic pain, trouble sleeping? Or, or from, just one of them? Any of them. Yeah. You're not alone. Many of us do, especially the viewers of this show, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Especially these days. Uh-huh. Uh, our job involves spending our entire day sitting in in. in a chair just doom scrolling the internet and that comes with a side order of back pain and stress and difficulty going to bed at a decent hour. Thankfully, we discovered Feels. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Just place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is finding your right dose is important and
1: everyone's dose is different, so leave room for experimentation over the next week or so. Uh, You may need to take more or less uh, to get the effects that you're after. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every
0: month. You'll save on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Fields has us feeling our best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to fields.com. That's feal scom slash newsday, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash newsday to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Fields.com slash newsday. Go on that site and see
1: if they have a barrel of it with just a pump on the top. Yeah. yeah. Give me the IV. All right, now on to CES, the annual tech convention in Las Vegas where the weirdest, dumbest, and sometimes coolest new tech gets unveiled. Uh, With almost all the bigger tech companies now hosting their own dedicated conferences throughout the year, CES has increasingly become an event where medium and small tech companies show off products and concepts that are... Out of completely left field. Uh, While the bigger companies, they just show off their new TVs. Yeah. There you go. It it
0: rolls up into your wall now. It's big. The blacks are so dark. You're not going to believe these blacks.
1: It it is literally an excuse for a bunch of people who would otherwise be pretty dorky, uh, solitary people to go to Vegas and absolutely unleash years of repressed energy. That's right. And sexuality. That's right. Uh, Of course, this year's CES, uh, it was a virtual convention, so you got to jerk off from home. Uh, It had much fewer exhibitors compared to normal non-pandemic years, and a lot of gadgets
0: designed directly in response to the pandemic. So the coolest new face mask concept was definitely Razer's Project Hazel, which Razer calls the world's smartest mask. Uh, It's got N95 filtration, an active ventilation system that keeps things cool and prevents CO2 buildup, and a clear panel over the mouth to aid in communication. No more doing the exaggerated head nod when you see someone. But I'm so used to it now. Um, It's also got a built-in microphone and speaker to amplify the wearer's voice. Yeah. And um, it looks super comfortable. That's what they say. It's it's very ergonomic to the face. And uh, it stores overnight in a charging case that also disinfects the mask with UV yeah. light. And uh, since this is Razer, it of course features Razer Chroma RGB light customization. So you can let everyone at the supermarket know what an elite gamer you are. Can't believe they don't sell G Fuel here. Uh, this, I, when I saw this, I was like, cool, I want to buy it
1: right now. Yeah. And uh, you can't. It's like yeah. a, it's, it's, it's a concept. Yeah. But uh, they should really get to it because it, hopefully <laughs> they, this won't be an issue anymore. No, we're going to be wearing masks for at least the next year. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the way I see it, the way that my luck goes, we're going to have another pandemic in a couple of years anyway. So, yeah, yeah. of course, like a lot of what's shown at CES, Project Hazel, it's just a concept. But based on the fact that they're patenting parts of it and you can sign up to receive notifications on its availability, it seems like something that they might actually make. And in the meantime, Razer has been man- manufacturing and selling its own medical grade paper masks in response to these shortages from early on in the pandemic. So that's nice of them.
0: Yeah. You can go to Razer.com and buy some surgical masks. And they got a little Razer logo on them. Oh, cool. So you let them know you're a gamer. Yeah. Uh, There were other masks at CES, though, that actually are either available now or very soon. Uh, The Airpop Active Plus Smart Mask is sort of like a Fitbit for your face. monitors your breathing and lets you know when the filter needs to be replaced. It also looks pretty comfortable. Uh, and that'll cost you $150 when it comes out later this month. But then there's the Binatone Mask Phone, which, like the name implies, is a mask with built-in wireless earbuds <laughs> and a microphone. Uh, and that one just costs $50, and it's available right now. <laughs> I can't wait for the Skull Candy
1: version of it uh, to show up in stores. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. All these mask things are like. Do you see the the one person who decided to cough up the money to do a review on that like dome with the clear front that looks like you're a spaceman? He was, basically, it was uh, it was really weird to be around without a mask on your face. Uh, it it was awkward because you can tell people were like looking at you strange and judging yeah. you. But also the fact that while you're wearing it, you're not wearing a mask, so they can see your face and see exactly who you are. So the shame is like heightened. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's a very un- uh, a very comfortable uh, experience. So maybe avoid that one. I'm gonna stick to the KN95s. I feel safe yeah. in those. Um, Other than that, though, this CES was especially boring. There were other pandemic-related products like a toilet with a touchless flush handle and a sanitation robot. And LG showed off a pretty cool rollable phone that extends pretty seamlessly into a tablet. But CES 2021 was mostly just about laptops and TVs, which are, of course, relevant for anyone who's in the market for them. But otherwise, it's been a very boring, you know year, considering that the year-over-year changes are so marginal at this point, anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, the new trend is mini-LED, mm-hmm. which uh, like TCL and a couple other countries, that's their response to LG's OLED. Uh, OLED tech, and it's like, I don't know. All this shit. I mean, you you can get a good TV for the, the cheapest prices, literally ever. You can go down to Costco, <laughs> get like a fucking 80-inch UHD TV for under a gram. That's insane yeah. to me. But that's the thing. is like you, all this new tech comes out and you're like, cool, see you in five years. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, CES 2021, kind of a bust. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Although the NAMM show this year was great if you're into musical instruments and whatnot. I'm going to go to so many shows next year. Yeah. The CES, all of them. I just <laughs> want to be around people and walk up to booths and say, hey, you got any free stuff? Maybe <laughs> yeah. a, a stress ball? <laughs> Maybe a... A <laughs> couple eraser? of pens? Yeah. Got some oh. pens? <laughs> I'm out of pens. I'll take it all. Give it to me. Uh, But in other news, if you're the type of person who sits down on the couch, boots up Netflix, and then spends the next 20 minutes just paralyzed by the sheer amount of choices for what to watch, um, good news. Netflix says that they're planning to introduce a new feature later this year that's basically just shuffle play or streaming roulette, if you will. Um, At this point, Netflix knows what kind of stuff you watch, so you'll be able to just tell it to decide for you. Fuck me up, fam. Yeah. Uh, Netflix COO and Chief Product Officer Greg Peters said on a recent earnings call, "Our members can basically indicate to us they want to skip browsing entirely. Click one button, and we'll pick a title for them just to instantly play. And that's a great mechanism that's worked quite well for members in that situation. So mine already has the play something button. Yeah, it's uh, they they rolled out a early version for like uh, Roku's and uh, like a few different types of devices, but. Uh, they're. Go- they say they're going to integrate it more into uh, the program itself. Yeah. And uh, maybe may- it'd be cool if it came with a little questionnaire where it's like, "What are you in the mood for?" Yeah. Instead of just like play me anything based on my interests.
1: Yeah. Mode. Like instead of uh, uh like your different profile thing, it's like uh, action or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Spin the wheel. But no, like look, I I've had that play something button for a while
0: now. I have never used it, and I am scared by it. Yeah. I don't want to watch something that I didn't pick. I just like I never, I never watch anything. I never even boot up Netflix without knowing exactly what I'm about to watch. Yeah, but I, sometimes I've wasted so much fucking time just sitting on the couch being like, oh, "Geez, do I want to start watching the fucking Night Stalker?" Oh, oh it's oh, really geez. good. Yeah, no, I, I burned it. straight through. I keep it's hurting. great. It's great.
1: Uh, also, you know, it's great uh, if you're into the calm app and the feels. Once you're done with your calm and your feels, put on a lovely show on Netflix called Repair Shop. It is just a show where experts in their field of, uh, like, watches and paintings and all this stuff, people bring in family heirlooms that have been damaged by their shithead kids oh, or whatever. I love this kind of shit. And they just get, but, but they go through the whole process of meticulously repairing yeah. it. It is the most soothing show I have ever watched. I love that kind and of show. And everyone's, it. and it's British, so everyone's yeah. very, It has very calm voices. Yeah. Uh, It's a lovely, lovely show. And there's a lot of episodes and they're very long, so it's perfect. It's it's so good, I can't recommend it insomnia TV. It really is. Uh, Yeah, in other news, if you've spent any amount of time in the comment sections of Reddit posts, you've likely stumbled across some flame wars between users who disagree on something and choose to battle things out in the steel cage of ideas. Uh, Well, now one Reddit user has programmed an absolutely brilliant way to represent these arguments as courtroom debates from the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney video game series. OBJECTION!
0: (laughs) Yeah, so user Opi Suika initially deployed ObjectionBot to show up automatically whenever a commenter replies, exclamation point, objection bot below a conversation. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's also now a subreddit, r slash ObjectionBotBattles, where you can view and vote on the very best of the best um, topics, range from debates about Donald Trump to the seriousness of COVID-19 to, of course, uh, lots of video game stuff like whether CD Projekt Red sucks now or how good or bad the graphics for the Nintendo Switch are. Uh, it's very entertaining, uh, and it's definitely a massive improvement for watching people on the internet yell at each other in just threaded form. See that new Resident Evil uh, game that's coming out? Everyone's
1: ruled like horny for that tall lady. You'll nice. see if you haven't seen it yet. You're gonna. You're, it'll start popping up in your feed. There's this tall lady Bonk. with gigantic boobs, and uh, every all genders, they want to be crushed within her thighs. We've all been stuck at home for too long. (laughs) I think so. Everyone's just like, man, these fucking vampire ladies Mm. in the new Resident Evil look hot. Mm. Anyways, for our last story, even if you're not well-versed on art history, you're probably familiar with the 17th century Johannes Vermeer painting, Girl with a Pearl Earring. But you've probably never seen it like this before. Microscope manufacturer Herox uh, scanned the painting at an absolutely insane 10-gigapixel resolution using over 9,000 photos down to a detail of just 4 microns. The painting itself is pretty small at just 39 centimeters by 44.5 centimeters. If you've ever gone to see a famous painting, Uh, unless they're like Rembrandt's, then it's just you walk up and you're like, what, really? That's it? But uh, you can now zoom in on it close enough to see every single tiny crack and speck of dust in the paint. And this kind of replaces going to an art museum because that's what I look yeah. for when I actually go well, see real the in Well, even at the museum,
0: you can't put your fucking nose gonna right like, up to it.
1: You gotta see it. Because the coolest part to me is, like, obviously the history of it. But also, like, seeing the brush strokes yeah. in person with that level of detail yeah. is it,
0: extremely interesting. You can actually, like, imagine yeah, like, the artist's, and, like, hand... Uh, Yeah, Unless you're a sociopath, then you probably hate museums. Yeah, you probably do. Probably just thinking about murder all the time. (laughs) What am I doing here? Uh, But even crazier than the 2D scan is the 3D scan. uh, Because several portions of the painting can be examined in 3D using just a web browser. And you basically, you can zoom in close enough and it feels like you're looking at like a desolate wasteland in Google (laughs) Earth. It's fucking wild. (laughs) Um, It's like, you're looking at just... The tiniest little detail of this painting from 350 years ago in a completely new way. It's, I would it's love awesome.
1: to see, like, someone playing GeoGuessr. And yeah. then it's like, nope, <laughs> wrong. You're inside a Vermeer painting. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
0: Uh, yeah, this is definitely something on the internet that's uh, worth checking out as uh, maybe a palate cleanser after you spend an hour watching parlor vids from the Capitol riots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go to There's bed. There's a lot going right. on, yeah. and then if you still can't sleep, uh, fire up Calm and take some CBD. Yeah, take some CBD, fire up Calm, and then you know if you're if you're still having trouble, uh, you know repair repair shop repair shop
1: on Netflix, and then uh, this old house on Pluto. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that should give you lots of homework, so check all that out. Uh, also, make sure to watch our most recent videos. We have uh, Donald Trump's last day uh, video that we where we go over some of his more... Uh, former
0: President Donald former Trump. Former
1: President Donald Trump uh, and some of his more uh, moments of buffoonery, yeah.
0: as well as... I'm going to lo- miss him slightly, i got to admit.
1: Yeah, the, someone was posting yesterday... Uh, I can't remember the the Twitter user. It was the guy that found out about hockey. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. black guy that found out about hockey. Yeah. I love his Twitter account, but... Uh, um, he was just like, I wish they would give Trump his account back right now for like an hour. Yeah, be incredibly I entertaining. That. Yeah, uh, and then of course the world's longest episode of Weekly Weird News. Check both of those out, and we will see you very soon for some news dump and uh, more. Bye bye.